0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Ah, yes, it's the Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. Thanks for rolling with us today. Action-packed show. Still a lot to get to, including Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, joining us at 1 o'clock. All right, um, we didn't originally plan on doing this today because we didn't know Orlando Scandrick was about to go scorched yeah. earth, but he certainly did, and here with the Scandrick audio that is burning down the internet, it's our homie Tizzle.
2: Yeah, so let's uh, play a couple of clips. He was on Undisputed, which, uh, you know, I don't watch, but it is the show with Skip and Shannon. And uh, Orlando Scandrick, who was just released by the Eagles, uh, cut one, he says, hey, he was a scapegoat here for bigger issues.
3: It felt really, really scapegoatish, uh, The problem in Philadelphia is much, much deeper than me. You want to elaborate what some of the problems are? Because we hear a lot of talking coming in and out of that locker room with some of the problems that's going on. I think they're having a tough time dealing with success. Mm. Um, Whenever you got to say, oh, we're going to get it together. Oh, no one believes in us. Oh, it's about us. You already doomed.
1: Oh, wow. I like that. That reminds me of the great Dick Mata quote where he said, winners win and losers hold meetings. Now, who was the. It was Bryce Butler, I guess, who did this. Uh, uh, yes. And on this same format, right?
2: It was this show. Yep. Which is kind of. It's not uncommon. Players yeah. who are. And, and look. I like Orlando Skinner, but I do too. players who are butthurt will go on that and get their
1: shine on. And I think that there's a greater than zero chance that Orlando knows at this point he's probably not going to play in the league again. I mean, he's been – just because he's been through a lot of, God, he was on the Cowboys eons ago. He's yep. been a Chief. He's been an Eagle. Where all has he been? I
2: don't think I've cut this yet. Uh, Chief, Eagle, I think that's it, right? Okay. But maybe maybe he stopped somewhere else. But Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't cut this part because it was kind of a lot of skipping Shannon talking over him, but one thing that he did is he, he starts questioning to Shannon. He goes, how many years did you play and how many Super Bowls did you go to? How hard is it to, to get to the Super Bowls? And Shannon answers all the questions. of like, I've been in the league for 12 years, and I still haven't been in the Super Bowl. So I think, you know – I. He's coming from a good place. If there's locker room crap happening, you know, I I understand why that would make him mad.
1: Yeah, I understand why it would make him mad, too. And by the way, KT, there's a chance that any second now Jerry Jones... Jerry Jones will be calling back here in a second. All right, any second now Jerry Jones is going to call him. But let's just keep talking Orlando until that happens. Um, Yeah, so... uh, the whole idea, too, about how difficult it is to go to where you need to be. And we, it's real easy on the – I just think that football, more than any other sport, is a physical, mental, emotional investment. They're all grinding. They're yeah. all taxing. But what you have to gear yourself up for for every single play on a football field is just extraordinary.
2: Yeah, and I, and I think, look, it's the thing If there's if there's – a veteran guy like him, I remember we were watching that all or nothing, the Amazon show. Mm-hmm. And there was a scene where he is just ripping the scout team to shreds, saying, Guys, if you ever want to be here in my position where you're actually on the roster, you guys have got to work harder because you are not helping us. If you're here, you're never gonna be on the fifty-three man roster if you're not working harder in practice. And it just legitimately ticked him off that the scout team was a scout team maybe wasn't doing what they were supposed to do. So right. I know he's got this like uh, it's the 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 generic thing to say is he's always had a chip on his shoulder, right? And all that stuff. But, uh, I, I understand frustration if you've been in the league a
1: long time and you haven't won. Absolutely. All right. Now let's go to the dot hotline where we're joined by the, uh, president of your Dallas Cowboys and the GM as well, the great Jerry Jones. Good afternoon, Jerry. How we doing?
4: Well, I'm doing great and, uh, good to be on with you guys. I hope that, uh, our listeners are, are, uh, as, uh, Accommodating As you are, I appreciate them being with us on my schedule this week, but it is a bye week, and I am getting some things done that uh, I normally couldn't do by moving around, traveling a little bit. So this helps me out a lot. Good to be on with you guys.
1: It's good to have you on, and obviously we're excited to talk about Michael Bennett. How did that come together, and what does he, uh, what does he present for you guys? What, is, what does he add to this team?
4: Well, he gives us outstanding uh, uh uh, position flex in the term of uh, uh, adding some pass rush or some pressure, uh, whether it be outside at defensive end or inside at our, what we call our three our technique or the opposite from the nose guard. And um, he's, just, he's just an established inside guy that uh, uh, the thing about Michael is he's got a great motor boy, he plays with a lot of passion and enthusiasm. It can be said he's not the same guy once he straps on that uh, helmet as he is when he's uh, uh, away from his helmet in terms of just his, uh, uh, he's really a a great personality, a great guy, but, uh, boy, when he gets in that football pad, he's after it now. And so that's exciting. Mm -hmm. Uh, He played well against us every time we've ever played him. He played well against us last year against uh, Philadelphia. And uh, uh, so the scheme that uh, uh, they had him working in up in uh, New England, uh, which had a lot to do with uh, us being able to trade for him, probably didn't utilize what he can bring uh, as much as we'll be able to utilize it. And secondly, uh, he he likes to play. He wants on that field, and they say, well, duh, doesn't everybody. But he when he's not on the field, he's not uh, as happy as, as when he can get out there and try to make plays. So, anyway, this all fits for us, obviously. Rod Nell is one of the strengths of our team relative to his work with defensive linemen along with Leon Lett, our coach, Leon Lett. But uh, his scheme, the fact that he was with Chris Richard there in Seattle, uh, the fact that uh, I mean from my standpoint I know him personally and have uh, had uh, met him and his father before and knew uh, him by way of uh, martellus Bennett so all of it fits
2: Jerry is it, was with the Tyrone Crawford injury did that maybe make you guys a little bit more urgent to maybe try to add to the defensive line
4: well yes uh, the fact that uh, uh, he's going to uh, uh, get the playtime I'm talking my uh, Michael is going to get the playtime now that uh, in all likelihood Crawford would have gotten uh, and that was not going to uh, at the expense of uh, uh, Hill or, or players like that we still uh, want the picture of the same rotation that we would have had with Crawford but probably just is a good way to do this mentally is just plug Michael Bennett in where you thought you were going to have Crawford, and you've probably got a pretty good uh, pitcher there.
1: You know, Jerry, sorry to do this to you, but sometimes you got to be greedy in sports. I want more. Is there a chance that you guys could make another move before the trade deadline on Tuesday?
4: You know, you, you really should never, ever say, uh, uh, because of just the ongoingness of, of uh, if you will, personnel, and the fact that our system uh, calls for this, the very nature of the way we've got our, our – uh, uh, where we have tryouts, we have tryouts uh, as, uh, as frequent as once a, once a week, certainly sometimes two times a month during the season. But then the ability to go to other teams' practice squads, uh, uh, the fact that you've got this uh, trade line deadline set here, I think, uh, for next week, uh, it just the definition of it anticipates uh, rosters moving around, and that's made uh, uh, that's you get to see how your season's going. You get to see how uh, you're holding up physically, and uh, gives you an opportunity to uh, improve your competitiveness. So that's a long-winded answer, uh, but I wouldn't rule out anything. Uh, but that's not to say that uh, we aren't uh, uh, pretty happy with. Uh, of what we've, personnel-wise, where we are uh, and uh, what we've got to work with. We really feel like we're just getting started this year.
2: Jerry, you guys and you and Steven and Will and and even Jason have assembled a a really good locker room culture of uh, what we like to call right kind of guys and and that type of thing. I would never say anything about Michael Bennett because I don't know the guy, but he is somewhat of a controversial figure. Uh, Was there any concern at all about adding uh, someone to the locker room who might not fit the culture?
4: No, he's he's known as a great locker room personality. Not uh, There's nothing negative about him as an individual. And, of course, he does what all of his coaches and certainly his teammates and our fans want him to do, and that is he's got war daddy in him uh, when he gets on the field. So all of that it's the word chemistry to a T. He's uh, uh, got a uh, a, a really uh, good, uh, I like uh, how how his personality is. Uh, He uh, speaks to uh, and is, uh, if you will, he's uh, an extrovert, uh, I think, relative to uh, uh, his thoughts on different positions. Uh, But uh, I know that he'll fit us great. He'll fit uh, anything that I'm about great or that we're about as a team.
1: Talking to Jerry Jones here on the Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. You know you have a couple of big-name players that are a big part of this team that are in the last year of their deals in Dak and Amari. And a lot of people are like, hey, bye week, now's a good time to get something done. Where are we in terms of negotiations with those guys?
4: Well, we are just uh, where we were and where we've been, uh, and that is uh, um, we don't have anything done. uh, But uh, how close we are to getting it done uh, is uh, uh, really uh, not uh, identifiable uh, because it takes two and it takes the will of two looking at it from two different perspectives you never know what that is and the other one never knows where that is until it's actually done and so uh, uh, we are uh, uh, we're uh, continuing to uh, operate with uh, the uh, continuing and I mean that not uh, as a uh, as a uh, some type of, of uh, complaint at all but we're uh, both parties are continuing to uh, operate as though uh, we're going to get something done at some point.
2: So, obviously, Michael Bennett will play, you know, defensive end, but also could move inside as well. How would you assess the play of a couple of guys? Malik Collins, who's in a contract year, and also your rookie second-round pick, Tristan Hill. How would you assess them so far uh, this season?
4: And who uh, who was the first one? I'm sorry.
2: Uh, Malik Collins and Tristan Hill. Uh,
4: Malik uh, was having the best year that he's had. And uh, for us, he had his best training camp. It followed suit that uh, uh, he would go into this year. Of course, uh, we've got a lot of the year to go, uh, but he's uh, uh, he's uh, going to make a big impact. Boss has made a big has made a big impact. Uh, Hill is a, a, a young guy. Uh, Tom Landry said, "Don't ever judge a defensive lineman until their third year," but um, uh, he's uh, he's there because he has unique. Uh, aspects to his game, and uh, you see that. Uh, but uh, like uh, anybody uh, that's coming in to play, uh, they will not, under any circumstances, come in as a rookie and play at a level that uh, you, uh, they will obtain if they're a, uh, if they're a winner. And so uh, he's getting better, and that's the key thing. His arrows are pointing up. But it's a, uh, it's a continued improvement thing. And uh, he's uh, just by the very nature of the structure that we have on our front there, uh, uh, we like a rotation. And so uh, how, you're, how you're playing or how you're contributing might uh, and does dictate how much of that rotation you get. Uh, I'm sure he's not getting as much as he'd like to have, but he'll get more as he gets
1: better. We are talking to Jerry Jones. You guys know that distinctive voice here on 105.3 The Fan. You know, Jerry, we have this little text machine up in front of us, and listeners can text in on the Autoflex leasing fan text, 877-881-1053. And I've wondered this, too, so I'm just going to ask it. This guy says, where the hell was the term War Daddy originated? Where did that thing come from? (laughs)
4: Uh, uh, Well, I've I've been using it since I played. And uh, referring to the very same thing, he's uh, he's hard to guard. He's a mess. Uh, all of that is a plus, but where it came from, uh, and uh, uh, would uh, uh, you know, uh, he's your daddy means he's uh, he's kind of uh, up front. And uh, 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 the term war, I would imagine, uh, is uh, he's good when there's a. Uh, uh, physical, uh, physical. When there's a demand physically for courage and and the will and strength and all the things that uh, we think of in the physical aspect of football.
1: You know, uh, Jerry, we have a mutual friend in the great Laura Beth Seeger. She's fantastic, and uh, we've had some great conversations with her about Jerryisms phrases that you're known for, things like War Daddy and things like that. Do you have any personal favorites of your own that? You know you'll you'll drop out there in conversation and go, "Man, that's a gem right there."
4: You know, I don't know. We no no they're all good. Uh, and I, I really don't. Uh, and uh, uh, I would uh, uh, I certainly uh, have things that uh, I use uh, uh, a lot uh, to uh, uh, describe, describe the same thing uh, time and time again. And uh, uh, you know I I love uh, the term. It's, uh, it's really a, a song that uh, uh, I think uh, maybe Merle Haggard used in, as a line in one of his songs called "Free Bubbly Up and Rainbows Two. And what that means is you've, uh, you're you're basically uh, in a light mood, and you're uh, uh, having uh, good friends, and you're having. Uh, uh, good things to ingest, and uh, that's what free bubbly up and rainbows do. So, oh, listen, uh, uh, let's, uh, it's time to have free bubbly up and rainbows, too. Let's have that kind of night. <laughs> that's right. Uh,
2: so, this this weekend with the uh, no Cowboys game, I, I know you'll be taking in a lot of football, but uh, what else are you getting into this weekend? What are the big uh, weekend plans for Jerry Jones?
4: Well, you uh, you really nailed it when you talk football. I'll uh, it, uh Watching one of my grandsons play tonight at Highland Paul, and uh, that's an exciting time for me. And then I'll be watching the other son down at Alabama in Tuscaloosa uh, play tomorrow. And um, so uh, uh, that'll—I uh, uh, may have a, uh, a little detour on the way back to Dallas and drop off. I have got a—I've got a home down in the Panhandle of Florida that I've had for. 35, 40 years, and so I'll probably stop by there since it's just a few minutes from Tuscaloosa.
1: Well, Jerry, we always love having you on, man. Thanks for uh, doing it again today. We will uh, Hopefully you'll have a great weekend. We'll catch up with you next week, brother.
4: Well, you guys are a lot of fun. Boy, I love I this one on the Fridays after we've had the kind of week that we've had and the weekend that we had. Let's keep this going. A little free bubbly up and rainbows, too. <laughs>
1: Sounds sure. perfect, man. See you, Jerry. All right, buddy. <laughs> There he goes, Jerry Jones. Gotta love that. was so awesome. Hell of a lot of fun to talk to him. Ben and Skin show 105.3 The Fan. Uh, coming up next, let's get back into that Orlando Scandrick stuff. Let's go around the sports a little bit. We'll do that next right here on the show.
0: Okay, site. cool. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: All right, it's Ben and Skin Show 105.3 The Fan. Ben out today. Uh, fan anniversary tomorrow at Texas Live from noon to 4. It's free. And uh, to celebrate that, we've been playing the best of Ben and Scan all day long. We're going to do it again at 120. What I'm thinking here, KT, because Jerry it yeah. called in at kind of a, a surprise time. We're going to do a segment we like to call, Tell Us What You're Thinking where you call in at 877-881-1053. We're going to do that at 1240. All right, let's go back to the phone. And then at 1 o'clock, we're going to look at all the NFL games Great. for the weekend, and then we'll do a little best of at 120. Sounds like a good plan. But right now, I feel like we need to get to this Orlando Scandrick audio, and I feel like the best way to get into it is to remind everybody that the Turn It On, Leave It On National Cash Contest continues. Each hour, we're giving you a chance to win $1,000. All you have to do is text the word of the hour to 72881, and that word is plant, P-L-A-N-T, like Robert Plant. So text in the word plant to 72881, and you will be good to go. All right, uh, drop this Skandrick on us, homie.
2: So there's another clip. Orlando Skandrick, after being released by the Eagles, goes on with Undisputed. That is Skip and Shannon. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's asked a question about locker room tension. Listen to this. Okay.
3: Let's just say where there's smoke, there's fire. If me and you are having a conversation in the locker room and it gets leaked to him, so he's going to get the edited version. What was the version that me and you were actually talking about?
4: Right. So what about the report that Alshon was the one who took an anonymous shot at the quarterback?
3: I love Alshon, and I'm going to take it for what he said. It wasn't him. But it came from somewhere. Once again, where there's smoke, there's fire. Um, That locker room is is different. I, I would tell guys when I came there, like, I still feel like they're living on that Super Bowl high. Like it's over. You living in the past. But some of those guys came in the league and the first thing they experienced was 13 and 3 in a Super Bowl and they think that's what it's all about. The problem is not just fixable by saying we're all gonna stick together. There's some accountability issues going on there and it starts from the top.
1: Okay. Oh, starts from the top is Doug Peterson stuff or GM stuff? Starts from the top. Who knows? Lori, oh, ownership, GM it's, Roseman, okay, it's Coach weird, Peterson. You know, on the player side, it's always a quarterback that yeah. takes this sort of a hit. But dude, that quarterback hadn't played in a postseason game yet. Yeah. So what are we doing? I bet he's hungry. I don't know. Maybe he's a big jerk and everybody hates him. I don't know.
2: But I mean, I how, think- how does
1: that get out? Yeah. Anybody yeah. I, I, d- I did. This is too easy. This is too easy. This is too
2: easy, and I mean. it's too si- uh, Su- simple I yeah, say. It. No, Carson, when's the last when time the you team? see Carson Wentz um, joking man, around with teammates at the sideline? You, like you see it. So, you see it with Dak. I never. I always see Carson Wentz by himself. Oh,
1: see, yeah, it's easy for me to say, right? And that's an Aaron Rodgers thing too, right? Aaron Rodgers is pretty good with that stuff. Does he joke around with teammates? Okay.
2: I beg. I beg. I need to be. You know, quarterback's pretty serious during the game, though, so that's an unfair thing for me to say, and I take it back.
1: What? You can't. See, you can just take it back. Shippy, it's like that. It's easy. Did you did you dump all that? He, he
2: <laughs> no, took it I've, back. Malcolm Jenkins, yet. the safety of the Eagles, asked about these comments. He goes, what? for us to move on as a team, we can't have mother effers like that in this room. Oh! Hey, uh, you guys want to hear it from his mouth? I just pulled it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, be No, you're good. I didn't tell you.
1: Don't
3: anybody goes and looks at any of my comments I immediately take credit for all of the mistakes i make. made and so you know for us to move on as a team um, we can't have more. and so for us I think it's exciting we had a good week of practice Uh, we feel good about the guys we got in the locker room and what we're trying to move forward with everybody taking uh, their roles serious and uh, you know that's what we're focused on.
1: As a Cowboy fan, this worries me. I do too. I was thinking the exact same thing. Because that, that's a good team, and if could be if, a good team. If this is, uh, yeah, well said. If th- if this is the kind of thing that ignites them and pulls them together, yeah. Man, Orlando Skandrick might have given that's, them the ultimate gift. And I accidentally over Here's what he said without it covering everything. Bleep else. the whole thing. We can have a-
2: like that in the room. There you go. And he said, he also later said, I could give two S's about people who aren't
1: here. Yeah. Which cool. I never thought
2: I couldn't give or could give. I never understood that.
1: He's saying I, he will offer you two pieces of poop and offer <laughs> in exchange. I wanted
2: them to kind of just stay in a little bit of a malaise. Yeah. You know? And look, going to Buffalo
1: is not going to be an
2: easy game. I think they're going to win, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you picked them to win in the Pluckers Dave picks on Thursdays. Yep. I personally. Was hoping they would just stay in this kind of malaise and then be too late. Right. Because I was comparing their schedules, and you go, well,
1: I mean, once you get
2: this thing's going to run into each other on December 22nd.
1: Once you get that momentum going back the other way, like the Cowboys did when they were three and five, and then they became an unstoppable freight train, except for the Colts game.
2: This is when uh, Nui Scruggs of NBC5 popped on our show two weeks ago at the Pluggers and Grapevine, and he, Mm he, I just, I never thought about this. And he Mm -hmm. goes, go watch the NFL Network's uh, things when they're looking back at the season yearbooks. Yep. All the Super Bowl teams. You'll always find a little three-week span where something went wrong. Yep. And things are looking bad and injuries and whatever it is. Now, this drama felt like a little more, you know. uh, Maybe this gets them fired up in the opposite
1: direction. So, I agree with you. I was like, I don't really like this. I liked it better when they were in a malaise and sucking.
2: Now, did you see uh, the—let's transition, and we're going to, again, we're going to do the NFL games at 1 p.m.
1: Did you see the DeAndre Ayton uh, suspension? You actually broke this news to me last night when we were talking on the phone. I didn't realize that he had tested positive for a diuretic. Is that right?
2: Yes. It is going to be a 25-game suspension for last year's number 1 pick in the league.
1: That's more than a quarter of a season.
2: Um— he violated the terms of the NBA Players Association anti-drug program by testing positive for a diuretic. So figure out what diuretic means. Get back to irritable bowels. Isn't diuretic what to loosen up your bowels? It's a substance that promotes diuresis, the Think increased so. production of urine. Ah. Oh, so that you trying to get it out of the, the Ped's ah. out of your body. Yep, yep, yep. Or
1: all the cocaine.
2: Twenty-five, and then Marvin Bagley, who was the number two pick in that draft, mm-hmm. correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: It went uh, to Bagley, then Luka. Yeah. Four to six weeks uh, with an injury. That's uh, not good for the Kings. They need all hands on deck if they're going to make a playoff. The Kings right.
2: need to. Uh, I mean, I look at the, the Western Conference. They need, Mavs need a lot of things to go right. Like, handle, handle up your own business. Yeah. They need a lot of things to go right. For sure. But teams like the Kings would be one of the teams who might be in the mix there for the I, playoff spots. So I, I don't want anyone getting hurt or anything, but I do like uh, monitoring these types of things to see if the Mavs have any type of edge.
1: Yeah, I thought the Kings and the Suns were two teams that were a notch below the Mavs, but not to the point where there was some big chasm there that, oh, yeah, we've got... I mean, I thought, I I really like the Kings' personnel. I don't think they have enough, but I really like their personnel. And I thought the Suns, it was going to be massive for them to get Ricky Rubio. Not like I'm in love with Rubio, but they needed a point guard to spread the ball around so Booker's not bringing it up and shooting every time Yeah. Round. They he need, they need someone to get everybody involved. I thought that was a great signing for them.
2: Another shout out to SMU for another win last night. They beat Houston. Yeah. Now 8-0. Squeaked by them 34 to 31 despite a heroic effort from Clayton Tune. Uh, great name. 34-31. SMU gets the win. I do love those 0.
1: I do love those SMU unis. They did a good job. They
2: they uh, they weren't planning on wearing them, but once the tornadoes happened, they decided to make an audible and wear their Dallas unis. Oh, was, I didn't realize yeah, that. That's great. That did, you guys,
1: did you guys see the uh, clip that Jane Slater tweeted out where it's the guys on the sideline and they've got these signs that say, like, Dallas, SMU, Mustangs, and they're doing, like, the bottle service girl routine, Ta- where they're all, like, hanging out and they're all just, like, oh, the pumping turno-
2: those signs up. The turnover bottle service? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what is this? Yeah. Well, you have the turnover chain. Yep. The, now it's turnover bottle service. Oh, man. So they get a guy who pops a bottle and confetti shoots out <laughs> everywhere What's they get a turnover.
1: <laughs> so many bits. I've seen a few. I know, man.
2: I've seen a few people do that. Look at the remaining schedule skin. I'm they team
1: w- bits for sure, though. They yeah. will have
2: uh, Memphis next week, they, uh, a home against East Carolina, Navy, and then Tulane. So it's on, dude. No ranked team. They could go 12-0. And, and be and
1: eighth in the country.
2: Win the conference and then, like, yeah, again. But that would do a contention l- for a New Year's Day game? Maybe some Cotton Bowl action? That is going to help their recruiting and springboard them for the future. That's really future. That's a
1: lot of good stuff. Uh, let's do a little a little segment we like to I do. get that. Yeah, let's do a segment where we load up all the phones at 877-881-1053 and we do something we like to call... Tell us what you're thinking. Let's do it now. Load up the phones, 877-881-1053. Let's talk about the Michael Bennett trade. Let's talk about the Mavs. Let's talk about Faniversary tomorrow. Let's uh, find out if you have a favorite best of moment that you would like to hear. We'll do all that next right here on The Fan. All right. Thank you, Shippy. Faniversary is tomorrow. It's free. Free awesomeness. All being served up for you at Texas Live. Would love to see you out there. Roundtables. Great guests. It's going to be an absolute blast, and I look forward to looking each and every Tolo there in the eye, shaking their hand, hugging them, and whispering something special in their ear. Uh, please make it out there. We look forward to seeing you. Everybody will be there. Special guests like Jalen Smith, Willie Calhoun, Chris Woodward, Belfour, Ludwig, uh, Jeff Code Haley, on and on and on. Can't wait to see everybody out there. You know, one of the things we love here at Intercom is to load up the phones and let the uh, Tolo speak. We love your text messages at 877-881-1053 on the Autoflakes Leasing Fantex. And we love when we do a special segment called Tell Us What You're Thinking. Let's start with Toby and Waco on line one. Toby, tell us what you're thinking.
5: Well, what I'm thinking is I'm tired of the media narrative that Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback ever when he hasn't done anything in I don't know how many years. Yep. I mean, tell me he's the best quarterback when he's been to eight Super Bowl, got five rings. Yep.
1: yep, tell him, KT. Who's
2: been saying that, Toby?
5: I mean, every time I watch a, a damn football game, excuse me for my language, I mean, that's all they brag about is how good Aaron Rodgers is how good Aaron Rodgers
1: he had one great game last week big deal Toby I love your voice I would like you to do me a favor would you please because I want I want to be able to have this audio forever would you please say we'll put a boot in your ass it's the American way we'll
5: put a boot in your ass it's the American
1: way yeah (laughs) thank you Toby hey I know you're in Waco it's a short drive can you join us for faniversary tomorrow
5: I wish I could, guys. If I if I up in that area, I'll be there,
1: dude. If you come up in that area, I will buy you your favorite beverage. If it's a soda or a, a seltzer or an American beer or just whatever you want, we got you. How about a pack of Marlboros? Yeah, if you want some some stoves <laughs> we got you. I,
5: it'll have to be a soda because I don't drink anymore. I've been sober now
1: since '06 hey congratulations dude I love that that's great Toby you sound awesome man thanks for calling in dude we'll put uh-huh. a boot in your ass. it's the American way hey, Uncle Sam, let's go to Juan in Dallas Juan
2: tell us what you're thinking
5: um I'm thinking that Luca and KP are gonna be the best duel here in the next
1: two or three years. I am thinking the same damn thing. Did you see the the uh, season opener Wednesday night, Juan? Oh, I think Juan just younger. died. Yep. See Juan, on. it was a great life, buddy. We appreciated your uh, uh, service to the show. So
2: I, I, I power screened a couple calls right there. I uh-huh. the fly while we were on the air, and it cut him off. So sorry, oh, Juan. Oh, man, it uh, sucks. Uh, but Juan, I'll make it up to you tomorrow at Faniversary at Texas Live where I will buy you your favorite beverage. Go to KT's Kissing Booth. A free <laughs> ice water if I I'll buy that for you. If you would like a, uh, you know, I'll buy you a beer. I'll buy you a beer. It would have to be a Dos Equis on my end, or maybe I would buy you a Balcones whiskey.
1: We just want to pull everybody in right quick. By the way, there's a lot of great selection of Balcones at Texas Live all over the place. So we always get these, everybody at the station gets together. We have these huge meetings that are like promo meetings to plan out what we're going to do. And someone suggested a KT Kissing booth, and he countered with a KT Kiss This booth, which I thought was shocking, and I was appalled. Me too, but needless to say, it is happening. Well, it's more of a brainstorming session. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out, thing. Toby. Let's
2: go to Wayne in Stevenville. Wang, tell us what you're thinking. Say Wayne? Well,
4: I'm thinking. I wish I could go to faniversary, but I want to say that I met you guys at training
1: camp. Okay, and I do love
4: and I do love all these things. I shout out to John Ramsey down in uh, Corpus. Yeah, CMS yeah. Roofing.
1: Yep. Yep. Yep.
4: And I'm just um, I'm thinking I like the move. For Michael Bennett as well, somebody that gives us depth to uh, cover down for Crawford, and and hopefully it'll ignite some fire in Tristan Hill to make him try to get better too.
2: Yeah, no, I, I like that. Thank you very much, Wing. And we'll uh, ho- hopefully, if you do get a chance, we'll see you at Texas live tomorrow. And it was nice meeting you back at training camp, my man. I, I like Hope that, so, man. Wing
1: brought it hard. I mean, he had really strong opinions. And so I was looking at pressures. mm mm-hmm. Uh,
2: and we were coveting what uh, Dominic and Sue. Wow, how great would that be, man? Michael Bennett just two fewer pressures and way fewer snaps than Sue has.
1: Is that right? So pressures. So we might have won.
2: I'm saying we won. I think it's oh, well, that trade. Yeah, you won.
1: Why don't we? Uh, it's a no, seventh. Just meant Who we cares? Won, I mean, we won everything. No, it's going to be a six because he's it'll going to be, be, be a so sixth. good. Yeah, it'll be but a sixth. but let me say this. Now that you've done that and you've addressed a weakness, why don't you make a weakness a strength? And why don't you go ahead and jump in and see if you can't get Sue for a third round pick. You're saying double down. I'm saying double down because Bennett can double play. Double down. Double down. You know, if the Cardinals, I mean,
2: if the if the Panthers lost, mm-hmm. I mean, they'd still be they, they'd still be four and three if they lost this week. Um, they play the 49ers, but I wonder if they got smacked and they go, okay, we're not real. I wonder if Gerald McCoy. Gerald McCoy's the guy I want.
1: Real, yeah, but they're not gonna they're gonna they have a they're chance, gonna they dude. got a chance.
2: Yeah, they got a, yeah, they got a real good chance. Let's go to Cole and Rockwall. Cole, tell
1: us what you're thinking.
5: Hey, I'm hoping to meet y'all tomorrow
4: at anniversary and drink some balconas with y'all.
1: Yes. Now have you had balconas before, Cole?
4: Yes, sir. The single malt's my favorite.
1: Okay, dude. You're my kind you're my kind Me of guy. Too. That Texas single malt, Chippy Two. If you get a chance, I don't know if they have it out at Texas Live, but I will hit up every bar there to find out. The 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 sing the Texas single malt and the French oak is freaking unbelievable. Cole, you're a man of fine taste. I love that you're living out there in Rockwall. That's where my, my mom, Gator, lives. I think you're a damn fine American, and if you uh, have anything else you'd like to say to the Metroplex, the platform is yours.
2: Let's go Missouri Tigers tomorrow. All right, I'll cut yeah! him off. Hang up on Show!
1: him, Shippy. Hang up. Cole, you are an ass, and I am outraged by your appalling behavior. I do it every week. No, take him Andrew. off. Take him off, Shippy. What are you doing? Okay, we'll talk <laughs> to you. Did you plan more. this? Oh, yeah. I play a lot. Line right.
2: five, Texas tweet in Fort Worth. <laughs> Texas tweet. Tell us hey, what you're man.
5: thinking. Hey, man. What's up with you, man? Hey, what's you up, up, dude? Let's do this. say man? I think, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. You were there. We need Domica Sue in the middle. Thank you. And I think Luca and, I mean, and KP did good. I think they need to try to get Drew Holiday or something, something to go
1: along. Oh, my gosh. So you're getting me hyped for tonight's game. Dude, if they had pulled off Drew Holiday, it would have been triple on. That's the perfect guy to yeah, play I'm alongside really. them. I like where you're coming from here, Texas Tweet. Yeah, hey.
5: I'm a man diehard, man. Shout out diehard. Anything Texas is
1: my mind. I love it. I love it. And you're out there in uh, the part of town that Ben nicknamed Fort Worth. Oh. Shout out, yeah, Texas tweet. tweet. Hey, yeah, I got crazy. to give us a... was tired of your little... Whatever you were saying. Yeah, I don't know. guy was so excited. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to... Uh, yeah, It's always bad when the caller's like, man, I've had enough of this. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the last fan event we had uh that was out there at the mud bug no is it was at the texas live or the uh the las colinas party bug? oh yeah absolutely the cornhole called? tournament yeah the cornhole tournament our uh homie Kaywood came out to that mm-hmm. and he is the one that put the sue idea in my mind oh, okay. so every time i've been on the air repping that i'm really repping Kaywood, a okay. good tolo who came up with that idea and i i support him on those things let's go to
2: line uh seven Shippy, or it's maybe line six i can't read john in fort worth john tell us what you're thinking
5: Hey, uh, I was just thinking uh, Luca is pretty awesome in these first couple of year plus one game. I think he could – I could see him in a situation five, six years from now where we're talking about him like LeBron and KD, and at the end of his career, he may be able to be up on the Mount Rushmore of certainly international players, but maybe even the NBA itself. And then the second thing is I'm mildly worried that Michael Bennett may be toxic to the locker room but
1: if he's not, that guy just Potality. hit every. Spo- okay, thank you. He hit every sports point. I thought Michael Bennett was a maverick for a second there. Yeah. Well, Jerry said he is not a problem. Jerry, sure, you know, Jerry might um, might spin that,
2: but he's he's not a problem. And I, I don't know of any players having issues with michael bennett
1: no and, and isn't his he problem, got into it with the coach last week in, in new england and his problem was. And, and a lot of it was playing
2: time right and, and he's playing a three four he doesn't need to play a three four he's, he's going yeah he's he, a great fit here he's going to play here yes yeah, well, Dude, yeah. he's oh, going yeah. To he's gonna here. get big money snaps on uh in a couple weeks against the giants dimitri in dallas line eight dimitri tell us what you're thinking
5: hey uh this is my first time being on the radio um Happy fan anniversary, and uh, those bitch I was playing earlier, I was literally crying in my car. I drive Uber, so I was looking kind of crazy because I was crying and laughing to uh, those bitch I was playing. Uh, keep up the good work, and uh, yeah.
1: Hang on, Demetri. I'm very interested in this. As an Uber driver, uh, have you ever hooked up with anybody that you gave a ride to?
5: No, but I uh, had plenty of them to try to give me their number. Nice. I'm married, actually. Yeah, oh, good so. for you.
1: Has, uh, have you ever picked up a couple and then they just started, like, doing it right there in the back seat?
5: No, um, almost. Um, one lady, she had fell, like, in a back seat, and uh, they were kind of fizzing a lot, so I was like, are y'all all right? And they were like, yeah, we're fine. And I'm like, okay. Uh, but, yeah, that's the closest the closest I've got to that. But uh, nobody puked in my car, so I'm Yeah, good. KT
1: loves to puke in Uber cars. Yeah. Hey, thank Dimitri. Thank you. Come on by uh, Faniversary tomorrow, okay, brother? I know. Love you. Noon to four, Dimitri is live. You.
2: We're now going to the ghost call portion of. Oh. Tell us what you're thinking, Shippy. Let's go to line one. We have Ghost Man and Ghost Town. Tell us what you're thinking. What's your name?
5: This is what I'm thinking. My name's Eddie. Where are you this
2: calling is what from? I'm
5: thinking. Mesquite. This is what I'm thinking. If Bennett comes here to Dallas and starts his flag burning crap, Dallas
4: will put a boot in his ass.
1: That's the American way. That's right. I don't know that I have the energy to. Yeah, deal that, with that one. I'm just gonna let that one go. Did, yeah. did Michael Bennett burns flags? Am I being? Is this a story? I'm. Remember that photoshopped thing of him burning a flag, guys. Would Remember you, that photoshopped thing of the Seahawks locker room? Yeah, the it was cr- photoshopped. Yeah, guys, the crap you see on the internet is usually not true. Uh, the person that went and shot up a pizza joint because of just misinformation on the... You know, just relax. Let's go to line seven Really think Jerry would bring in a guy that burned a flag in a football locker room. Come on. Line seven, Ghost Man in Ghost Town. Tell us what you're thinking. I like this energy.
2: Name and location.
1: Oh.
2: Ghost Man in Ghost Town, line two, Shippy. Tell us what you're thinking. Turn your radio down.
5: So this is Eric and Frisco, and uh, i think Michael Bennett's a good pick. And if anything goes down with him, I think Jerry will cut him real quick.
2: All right. No, I think, I mean, if anything happens with Michael it's Bennett, he's round done. Pick. He's 30, I mean, he's 34 years who old. Is the last, uh, who
1: is your favorite seventh-round pick for the Cowboys in the last 10 years? Jeff Swain. All right. In my face. Jeff Swain, you want a piece of this? They traded a six to
2: get to the seventh round. They traded a future six to get, move up in the seventh to get Jeff Swain. They were right. And we, luckily, we got a drop out of it. You know <laughs> they were right. You know what? I don't. I don't think we should do any more. Jeff um, Swim, do you want to get in on this, bro? I can't wait for tomorrow though. Noon to four tomorrow. Texas Live going to be a good old fashioned good time at uh, Texas Live fan anniversary. Uh, big football weekend. All the college football on. It's going to be a great day tomorrow. Can't wait. Hope we
0: see One everyone. Out
1: there. All right,
0: you go in there and cut up, Jerry. Okay. Picture this: It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.